Welcome back to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. In this first segment of the show, our Metro Atlanta residential real estate update for the last seven days. What's happening? There is so much attention being paid to the real estate market all throughout the United States, and certainly Atlanta is no exception. We're trying to keep you as up-to-date as possible every single seven days right here on this show. In our Something You Should Know About Metro Atlanta segment, we've got Georgia Lakes. I believe there's six of them that your family will love. My family used to spend a lot of time boating. We were members of Lake Lanier Sailing Club. My father had sailboats. We spent a lot of time boating as a kid, and so I'm really looking forward to that segment. And are we in a potential housing bubble? People ask me questions almost every single day about whether or not we're in a housing bubble. And we're going to address these subjects and more during this segment of the show. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. And we hope that in some small way, we'll be able to help you with that through this show here on AM 920. Also, we want to connect with you. I love to connect. This past birthday, I got some birthday cards from listeners and I just flipping loved it. And so we want to connect with you. And it's really easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can ask questions that you want to be featured on the radio show. You make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas. You can uh, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And most importantly, you can subscribe to our podcast. We are available on every major podcasting network, and we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Let's take a look at what happened in the real estate market over the last seven days. We are looking for, are there more listings coming in than homes going under contract, which means inventory is growing, even if it's just for only a short week, inventory is growing. We're looking for the number of price decreases. And if you'll remember, four or five months ago, we would have about four or five or 600 price decreases per week. So we're looking to see what's happening so we can see signs of, I'm going to call it stress in the market. It's not a stressed market. It's moving back more toward a balanced market. But for the week, there was 3,607 new listings, which is 1,300 more than the 2,336 homes that went under contract for the week. So a couple of weeks ago, it was 1,400 more. Last week, I believe it was 1,100 more. This week, it's 1,300 more. So inventory is growing. So if you as a seller are trying to make sure you time the market and you want to sell your home when you're not competing against an unnecessarily high amount of inventory, now could be your time. If you're a buyer and you feel like you've been shut out of the market, it could be that now is the time to get back out there and get looking for houses because inventory is starting to grow. So the market is starting to balance more in your favor. Let's look at price decreases. There were 2,206 price decreases. So there were almost as many homes with a price decrease as there were homes that went under contract. Now, this does not mean under any circumstances, Atlanta, that we are in a housing bubble. And we're going to talk about that later in this, this first segment. It doesn't mean we're in a housing bubble. It doesn't mean we're going to have home values going backwards. It does mean, however, that the rate of increase in the values of homes in Metro Atlanta and all throughout the country is going to slow. For the week, we also had 2,958 closings. So it is still a very, very active Metro Atlanta market. It is getting better for buyers 
it is still very good for sellers, especially if you have a premium product. If you have a home that looks like it was built in 2023, and I know that's next year, but I'm trying to describe how new that is. But if you have a home that looks like it was built in 2023 and has all the bells and the whistles and all the amenities, you're going to be in good shape when it comes to selling your home. In our here's something you'll love, you need to know about Metro Atlanta, six Georgia lakes that families will love. Some of them you probably are very well aware of and others I bet you have not heard of. The first one is Lake Alatoona. Uh, for those unfamiliar, it is located just northwest of Atlanta and it makes an ideal day trip. Uh, Cobble Park on Lake Ackworth, which flows into Lake Alatoona. Uh, is popular for its beach and amenities. Red Top Mountain State Park also has biking and hiking trails, beaches, and a historic Civil War site. It's about 30 minutes from Atlanta, has 270 miles worth of shoreline. Lake Lanier, this is where I spent a lot of time as a kid. I mentioned earlier, my parents were members of the Lake Lanier Sailing Club, and so I spent a lot of time on the Gwinnett County side of Lake Lanier, but it's one of the state's most visited lakes. One trip will tell you why Lake Lanier Islands or Lanier Islands Resort and its water park are popular destinations. The lake also has plenty of day parks with beaches, boat access, picnic, picnic areas, and fishing. It's about 45 minutes north of Atlanta, which I think it's interesting that it says Alatoona is closer to Atlanta than that. And really, I guess the city of Atlanta goes up higher on that side, maybe. But it's 45 minutes in Atlanta, and it has 692 miles of shoreline. The next one is Lake Blue Ridge. I have seen pictures of homes on Lake Blue Ridge, and I would love to go take a look at this myself. Much of this lake shoreline is part of the Chattahoochee National Forest. It has a great family beach, as well as a kayak and paddleboard rentals. It's about an hour and a half north of Metro Atlanta. It has 65 miles of shoreline. It is definitely on my list. Lake Hartwell, this is one that I have a lot of experience with just because I lived in South Carolina for a while and I would drive back and forth across Lake Hartwell. <clears throat> Located on the border of Georgia and South Carolina, Lake Hartwell is known for its great fishing. It has nine campgrounds as well. It has opportunities for walking and hiking. And it also includes a paved and accessible trail leading to the Hartwell Dam. The distance from Atlanta is about two hours and it has 962 miles worth of shoreline. So Lake Lanier, 692 miles. Uh, Lake Hartwell, 962 miles. Lake Sinclair, you can spend a weekend or a week long on Lake Sinclair located near I-20 in Milledgeville. So that's headed out toward Augusta from Atlanta. You can explore the lake's quiet coves in a canoe or a kayak or float in a tube or rent a boat or go jet skiing, hike or walk the nearby trails about an hour and a half from Atlanta and has 500 miles of shoreline. And this is Lake Blackshear, which I have never heard of before. And you can enjoy an upscale vacation. Man, I like the sound of that, uh, where you can rent a villa or a cabin and enjoy golfing restaurants and other amenities. Uh, Camp Lakeside at the Georgia Veterans Memorial State Park with fishing and biking and hiking and water sports and sandy beaches and more. It's about two and a half hours from Atlanta. It has 97 miles worth of shoreline. I would like to go take a look at uh, Lake Blackshear for sure. I have never heard of that lake before. And so it is definitely going to be at the top of my list for going to <clears throat> explore sometime over the next year or so. All right, let's get back into it. Uh, by the way, if you've just joined us, <coughs> pardon me, <clears throat> if you've just joined us, you are listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm so glad you have joined us for the show. Question, were you 
affected by the real estate market crash of 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, because it really was eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, five years worth of uh, upheaval in the real estate uh, market. I was in real estate. I started in real estate in 2000, officially started in 2002. I was in real estate and I can remember vividly exactly what it was like to go through that. So were you around? Were you affected negatively by the 2008 crash? And have you gotten back on your feet after that, but are now concerned that we might be headed for another one? Does it make you anxious just to think about it? Certainly does me. We got a listener question from Mark and Susan and Swanee. He says, we bought our home a few years ago after the housing market crash of 2008, and we feel like we won big. We keep hearing the term housing bubble. Exactly what does that mean? Exactly what does that mean? And should we be concerned? This is from Mark and Susan and Swanee. And I think the answer is simple. Um, and we've talked about this many times before on the show. So for those of you that have heard <clears throat> the answer to this question before, I apologize for repeating myself. But when it comes to keeping balance in a market, it's all based on one very simple economic principle. I'm not an economist. I just play one on the radio. And it is simply supply and demand. If you have less supply than you have demand, then you have a market that more favors a seller. If you have more supply than you have demand, then you have a market that more favors a buyer. Also, during the years of 2008 to 2012, not only did we have significantly too much inventory, so we have way more inventory, way more homes available for sale than there were buyers out there who wanted to buy them. But we also had lots and lots of sellers that were in financial trouble. So there is two pieces of data, if you will, that I'd like to mention. You certainly may be reading the headlines and hearing about a potential housing bubble, but most experts, most real estate experts don't think that's the case. Don't think that's the case. Uh, real estate experts were surveyed. 60% said, no, we're not at a bubble. 32% said yes, and 8% said that they were not sure. sure. The two reasons are, number one, low housing inventory is still causing prices to rise. Uh, when you have, again, more buyers looking to buy homes and you have homes available for sale, prices will continue to rise. And I think that is very important. If you look at the years of the months of inventory during the housing crash, it was when anywhere from 8.1 months worth of inventory all the way up to 10.8 months worth of inventory in the last four years. It has averaged between two and a half and 4.6 years. Also, mortgage lending standards are much more strenuous. So buyers that are buying homes are having to qualify for those mortgages and leading up to the 2008 crash, that was not necessarily the case. If you're looking to sell your house anytime in the next three to six months, we think we can sell it for $28,000 more than your neighbor. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on $28,000 more to find out how. And this segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield with Capital City Home Loans. He is our preferred mortgage provider. Can be reached by calling 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, what's the difference in a home warranty and homeowner's insurance? And do you need either of those or do you need both? Stick with us because we'll be back. 